your glasses. Both people have glasses. I should be wearing mine, but I'm wearing my contacts. These are blue blockers, my friend. A lot to see this weekend. Hello and welcome to week 18 of the NFL season. Last week in week 17, we saw Lamar clinch MVP. The Rams clinch a wild card spot. The Niners clinch the number one seed. The Bears clinch the number one overall draft pick in the April draft. And Kyron Williams clinch fantasy football championships across the world. Thank you for spending your Thursday evening with us. If you're new to the show, welcome. Longtime listener, welcome back. Each week we broadcast live on nofilter.net, caffeine TV. We're on YouTube as well now. If you're more of an audio podcast person, wherever you get your podcasts, Big Ben and Kwin. Tonight, we're going to get into week 18, the final week. We have five playoff spots, four division titles. We're going to talk about them all, go through the playoff scenarios. If we have some time, might talk a little college football at the end. I'm Kwin. He's Big Ben. He's Joe Manuele, and he will not blow the two-point conversion. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Doing what, good. Can you believe it's week 18? I can't believe it's week 18. It went by so quick. It went by so quick. My, my, my I'm, life not, goes. I'm not ready to like I was a little bit like in in uh in denial that there wasn't a Thursday night football game tonight, actually. No, yeah, that, that was rough. I'm like I'm excited for the playoffs, but I'm also not looking forward to it because that means there's no fantasy football, there's no games, and then eventually football will be over in early February. Hey, before we start the show, K-Win, I got to give you a shout out for being the winner of the No Filter Fantasy Football this year. Congratulations, buddy. Fabulous win. Uh, beat Ruben, who was dominating all season long. So congrats, buddy. We'll have a separate show for that and, and uh, give you your accolades. But congrats, buddy. Well-deserved, well-won, and uh, you know, really cool to see you win it. Well, thank you. It was uh, getting a little dicey. Midway through the season where I was like dropping below because I had some players hurt and I just kept telling myself, I'm like, just got to get in the playoffs, just got to get in the playoffs. And then I just kept eking it out. I wasn't sure about the championship game because his team was stacked, but somehow, some way I won by four points. Yeah. Injuries played a huge, huge role this year, for sure. Like, you know, I had Nick Chubb first round and lost him, you know, early in the season and on the no filter side, I had like I made it. I finished in third place. Freaking Kelsey, Travis Kelsey disappeared, man. Like yeah. all the Swifties sucked all the karma out of him, and he was my number one pick. He did absolutely nothing for me. Uh, I blame you know Taylor Swift one hundred percent for my third place finish this year. Uh, but you know I finished second last year, third this year. I, I made the podium. I'm going for number one next year. There you go. <laughs> Screw Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're going to see a little bit of Travis Kelsey on some of these commercials coming up this weekend. Um, we'll be short oh, no of those. Uh, before we get into it, fellas, I got to shout out to this week's sponsor. That is Winstreaks, W-I-N-S-T-R-E-A-K-Z. Pick, streak, win. If you're at all familiar with, uh, just pick them. There's no obligation. Go to winstreaks.com with a Z. No credit card needed. Sign up. Pick games. There's weighted. So if you're picking an underdog, you get more points. If you pick the, the favorite, a little bit less points. String them together. You get five picks a day. Add up enough points. You get money. Real money. Real money. Or nice shirts or whatever you may need. There's some gift cards there. Winstreaks.com. Use the promo code when you sign up kwin that's k-w-i-n-n and then just get to plan it's a daily thing you can i mean i i think i played last week and almost hit the podium like joe was saying there's real money to be won uh if you don't know what you're doing you can still you know hammer around there pick by uh, mascots whatever you want to do winstreaks.com Right, and if you're back. watching this live or on demand, there's a QR code. Just scan that QR code. It'll take you right to the App Store. Download with the promo code KWIN. Get in and play. I downloaded it last week. I did not pick a lot of winners. So I was at the bottom of the leaderboard. <laughs> did not party in, huh? <laughs> did not. Yeah. Only I'll so much gambling karma. Yeah, that's, I'll check it out for sure. All right, well, before we get into the picks, might as well have a little fun. 
So um, I'm calling this segment. I'm going to surprise Ben here with uh, calling your shot. I want you to call your shot, forecast out to the playoffs, call an upset, call a team that's going to go home early, call a team that's going to maybe advance further than people think. Call your shot. Joe, do you want to go first or Ben? Do you want to go? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, maybe I'm putting the horse before the cart here or the cart before the horse. Um, here's my shot. Um, the Buffalo Bills will not make the playoffs. Ooh. That's my shot. So uh, the Bills Mafia, suck on that. <laughs> right? Like I'm so sick and tired. Like you, I'm, We'll talk about it when I go through my picks, but – the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Pittsburgh Steelers will both win their games because they're, they're must-win games. And then they will play in Miami Sunday night football, the game that was flexed out. And so it's going to be Miami versus Buffalo. If Miami wins, they get the second seed. If, if the Bills win, they make the playoffs. And Miami gets Kansas City in the first round. They finish sixth. That's the only outcome. I say Pittsburgh wins. Jacksonville wins. And the Miami Dolphins eliminate the Buffalo Bills, and we send the Bills Mafia home. It's in what's been a really dysfunctional year, man. A really, really dysfunctional year up in Buffalo. So go back to your freezing rain and your freezing windstorms and suck on that. Jump on some tables and fire this offseason. <laughs> what's funny about that is if you look at the odds for the Super Bowl. The Bills are the third best odds of winning it, but they might not even make the playoffs. Exactly. <laughs> like the Fins at least get they're, – they're, they're guaranteed to make the playoffs. Right? So that's my, that's my crazy prediction. The Bills will not make the playoffs. You, you know who lost to some playoff fantasy or some fantasy football playoffs? Stephon Diggs. I don't oh, know yeah. if you guys have seen him, and I, I feel like there's something going on. There's like there's a mea culpa that needs to happen between Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs for these guys to click. And go any further, I I might agree with you, but I would take the if Diggs can can wrangle four plus catches for eighty plus yards, I think the Bills win. Yeah, I mean a lot of it depends on the health of of Miami. They played hurt yes last week. No Waddle, no Mostert. Although uh, Shane played great, Um, I I think that um, Buffalo is wobbling into this game. You know, like. They should have destroyed the Pats. The last two games, they haven't really been that impressive. I don't see a ton of momentum going into this game. And that Baltimore-Miami game, I go back to that pass that Tyreek Hill dropped. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, I was watching that. Right? Like, like Tyreek had that. Like, he makes those catches all the time. That would have changed the game. That changed the momentum completely, right? Like, it just changes everything. And they would have gone back and forth. Um, and, you know, I, I, that I, I don't know that it was that one-sided. I mean, obviously, by the time the second half rolled around, like, you know, it, it, the narrative was what it was. But it wasn't that bad. Like, Miami was playing with the Ravens. And uh, I think Miami's defense is, is completely um, underrepresented when people talk about it. I'll take that Ravens one-off game that happened. Their D's been legit. It's been top five the last 10 weeks of the season. Um, now, losing Chubb hurts a lot. We lost our best you know, edge rusher. But that secondary is legit, right? Like, Ramsey, like, guys like Ramsey shine. This is why we got guys like Ramsey. We got Holland. We got an amazing secondary. Ramsey versus Diggs, though, is going to be the matchup of the game. Oh, yeah. That, you know, and... Uh, I'm predicting an interception, maybe even a pick six by Ramsey. And uh, Diggs, you know, like if you get to Diggs early, he gets all bitchy, man. Like he just gets all pissed off and, you know, and throws shit around and yells at Alec. There's, there's that, it's, it's like a bad marriage, man. It's not well, that's why they try to give him the ball. If you watch the bit, like the first possession they have, first or second play, they always throw the ball his way. They try to get him in the game early. I, I completely agree with you. And if Miami and Ramsey is able to frustrate him early, and you know they're going to be all over him, I mean, who who else are, going to, are they going to throw the ball to? Like, you know, it's it's they don't have a, a huge depth of receivers beyond that, right? So we'll see. We'll see what happens. It should be a fun game, and uh, but that's my prediction. All I right. Think the Steelers and, and the Jags should take care of business, though. Ben, you didn't call your shot, or was that your shot? 
that wasn't my shot. I wouldn't. I wouldn't place just uh, eighty yard by Stephon Diggs. My shot. Um, candidly, I'm. I'm like I love watching the Lions, and I'm hope I'm wrong. I hope I do the K win jinx to the Lions here. But you look back, they haven't beaten anyone other than that first first week win by against the Chiefs. Kelsey was out that game. They got trounced by the Ravens. Um. I don't think the Lions get out of the first round, unfortunately. Ooh. They might lose to the Rams. That would be we talked about it last week. McVay versus Goff. McVay knows Goff inside and out. It's I would really love to see that that matchup. I see it as this. Dan Campbell's been frothing at the mouth to get this team to the playoffs and change the narrative around the around the organization. And he's finally made it. Now what do you do? Right. And it was I, I it felt like a playoff game against the Cowboys, to be honest. It did. Like watching that game, it was the only game on the yeah. day. It was like all eyes on that game, and it felt like a playoff game. And whatever happened with the report, not report, and everything that went on there, but that looked – I don't want that to be a microcosm of Dan Campbell in the season, but, you know, that that that's, that type of stuff can't happen in the playoffs. And I, I just hope that, you know, Jared Goff shows up. I don't know. He grows some – Grows a beard like throwing <laughs> my age, something like that, you know. Just, just yeah, it gets a little you know rough around the edges. I love Hutchinson and yeah. and all the weapons they have on offense. Laporta might win Rick, uh, offensive rookie of the year. Um, yeah, he I just, it's just I don't know. It almost it feels too good right now for the Lions, and I, I don't think they win in the first. And game. the Rams are peaking at the right time. Like they're looking so good right now, right and. Mm-hmm. You know, Nakua, speaking of offensive rookie of the year or something, like he's going to, he's, he's what, 30 yards away from breaking the record for passing. And, and four catches away. And four so catches he can break two records. Record, which, and if you think about this, he only really became a thing when Cooper Cup got hurt, right? And what was that, week three, week four? Like he, he wasn't a thing in week one. So, He's legit. All of a sudden, the Rams have two legit wide receivers. Uh, you know, a coach who's taken them to the promised land. And, yeah, the Rams are dangerous, man. I, I and like a better that. running back this year than when they yeah. won it all. Kyron Williams is a stud. Williams is on fire, right? But it's a momentum thing. They're getting hot at the right time, right? Like, they're just – they caught fire in that second half. And uh, that's definitely a team I would want to face if I'm in the NFC. So, Definitely not. That's why these buys mean so much, right? Here's my shot. It's actually two shots. So the Browns, I've been on the Flacco bandwagon for the last couple <laughs> of weeks. They'll be a five seed, so they'll play the four seed, which it looks like it's going to be the AFC South. So I say the Browns will win the first round, and then it depends what happens after that. You might have to reseed. But in this shot, I'm going to say they're going to play the Ravens and go into Baltimore and win – and get to the conference champion round, Joe Flacco and the Browns, going from the couch to the conference championships. That's my shot. Nice. Didn't the Browns beat the Ravens not too long ago in the playoffs? Or am I just imagining that? I think that that took place. Or am I wrong? With Baker? I think it was Baker. Go yeah, back. Yeah, it could be. Like, what, four years could be. ago? I think I well, the, the Ravens haven't done well in the playoffs because they lost to the Titans when they're in the same position when they're a number one seed. And yeah, they're going to have to show up. Where would the Browns be with Chubb? I mean, is this just yeah. an addition by subtraction? Like, would they be in the same spot or was it a blessing? That's a good question because. Without Chubb, Flacco's throwing the ball more. Like, he's throwing the ball like 30, 35 times a game. With Chubb, I don't know if he's going to throw the ball that much. So you're right. Yeah, and that chemistry with Cooper is, like, legit, right? Yeah. But the, the Cleveland Browns are all about their defense, man. Like, that D, if if you believe that defense wins championships, like, that D will take you far, right? <laughs> and... Like, these are not going to be 44, 41 games. Like, these are going to be battles in the, in the trenches. And and then, you know, the weather thing hasn't really played too much of an issue. We haven't had any bad weather anywhere. And we're starting to see some snowstorms, a big storm coming up into New York over the next couple of weeks. Something that we have to factor in going into this. And, you know, if you got cold, windy weather 
and you're playing the Browns. My money's on the Browns, man. I'm sorry. It just, it, like, you know, you're not going to beat the Browns in the trenches. You just won't, right? And with that offensive line, they can run the ball still. You know, they still have Kareem Hunt and Ford. So it's yeah. not Nick Chubb. It's by committee, but they can still run yeah. the ball. I yeah. love Kareem Hunt, man. And he can he catches the ball, too. Like, he can, he'll catch 12, 15 passes, too, if you give it to him little screen your third option you know if, if you can get there that o-line will give you the time to go to chubb you know or, sorry to hunt if if no one else is open so yeah i like that pick i like that Kaywin. all right i like that i like that so we got the bills not making the playoffs the lions getting upset and joe flacco winning two games this postseason bold bold predictions here and i love it i love it i love it Sticking all right season. let's get into the weekly picks. So if you're new to the show, we bring on a celebrity guest. This celebrity guest is known all over No Filter, the CEO of No Filter, known all over the golf courses in Half Moon Bay, and known all over Silicon Valley as an entrepreneur. And he is last year's Pick'em Champ. So if we go back two years ago, it was Sean Salisbury. Last year was Joe Manuelli. This year he's tied with Bo Brock. Bo could not come on the show. He's text his picks in. We're going to go over your picks live. We're going to hold on to the podcast. We're not going to release it until we get Bo's picks because we know he's an avid listener. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. We got 10 games. You got to pick winners. We'll go through the winners. We'll banter a little bit. Love it. And uh, I brought a little friend with me. Oh, oh, oh. I brought the iron here, you know, protecting the iron. There's the Lombardi. And, and you know the cool thing about it is there's room right next to him for another <laughs> one, right? So. No, no, no. Oh, we're not going to engrave that one. We'll give you another one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. you know, I, need, I need another one. <laughs> Call him the Twin Towers. The Stanley Cup. <laughs> the Stanley Cup. The, the second hardest trophy to win is the uh, you know Pickham Championship Trophy right here. Very prestigious. Very prestigious. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, we're going to start out on Saturday. Yeah, two games on Saturday. Actually. Two games. Two big AFC games. Yeah. The first game, we've got Pittsburgh against Baltimore. In Baltimore. Yeah. So we were talking about this earlier with Big Ben. And, you know, Bal there's no such thing as a nothing game in Baltimore, right? Yeah. Like, they take their exhibition game seriously. Uh, they clearly want to uh, – you know, get momentum going into the playoffs. Uh, Baltimore is actually, if you look at the line, and I looked at the line, three and a half point dogs at home because they're going to be resting a lot of their starters. They witnessed Chubb tear his ACL at the end of the game that was over, which would be nightmarish for Baltimore, right? So uh, I'm going to give the edge to Pittsburgh in a close game, uh, in a game they have to win. And... Um, you know, I'm guessing that Baltimore will just uh, fight hard. You know, uh, it's going to be a close game, but maybe a last-minute field goal. Pittsburgh is just going to want it. Pittsburgh's got a little bit of momentum. I'm going to go with the Steelers on this one. I love it. I've actually, I'm actually calling this the Las Vegas Bowl because you never walk away from a heater. And Mike Tomlin is not walking away from Mason Rudolph because he is on a heater. 30 points last week, 34 before. Pickett's all of a sudden not dressing. I got the Steelers here. But more importantly, what happens if the Steelers win, the Bills lose, the Steelers get to the playoff, led by Mason Rudolph, is the Kenny Pickett starting QB experience over? He's the quarterback coach. for. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. I mean, the, you put Pickett on the open market, but – Pittsburgh loved him because he was a local kid, I think, for the most right. part, right? And so yeah. if Rudolph's your, your horse, then, yeah, Pickett's holding the clipboard. Yeah, Rudolph saves Christmas and the Pittsburgh Steelers season. <laughs> like, it's, um, yeah, and, and Kenny Pickett becomes, I say he's like the second-string quarterback in New England. And, Ooh. you know. When Zappy's not making it, he'll you know Belichick will be putting him in, right? Like it's, yeah, he's done, man. Put a fork in him. I've lost faith in Kenny Pickett. I think Mike Tomlin has as well. 
let me get one thing on this. I think the thing we forget about is that this game's in Baltimore. And like who you're playing for the fans. And I could see you know, the Ravens are deep. You know, you get these guys that like, you know, okay, your your top tier guys are gonna be rested. These second care, you know, they're good. They're in the NFL. Could surprise. Sure. I mean, that's their Super Bowl. You know, they're gonna get an 80% snap share where they're only getting 10%, you know, every other week. So you know, and some we, some people have their incentives too, right? So yeah. I think they'll rest their stars, but maybe some other guys like likely will play, and they've got some talented. Likely the savage. He's good. Yeah. He's, he's good. Been, he's getting hot at the right time too. Yeah, and, and you know they spray the ball around. I mean, like what four different guys scored touchdowns last week? Like they 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 definitely can they can hurt you in a lot of different ways. But the guy who matters most is not playing. Lamar Jackson is not seeing a snap, right? And the like, he he drives that offense. Like, I'm sorry, like <laughs> you know, it's the the stuff he did last week against my Dolphins was ridiculous. So, um, oh, yeah, I'm just and then I think it's gonna be close. You're right, you know, Big Ben. Like, I think the guys are gonna, you know, the guys who have a chance to play are playing for a job or a spot or you know they yeah. want to be seen. Uh, and it is in Baltimore, uh, but it's a victory lap for them. Nobody wants to get hurt. Right. Yeah. That's and true. you can't play this game not wanting to get hurt. Right. Whereas with the Steelers, it's do or die. Right. And yeah, they're well coached. They got some mo. I, I'm gonna stick with the Steelers. Okay, Joe. Our second game is is the AFC South title. We determined by this game, I believe. And they'll have their not- say. It's it's not one you. My buddy calls Derrick Henry the unbreakable specimen. I thought he'd be playing in this game if you were going to tell me it's for the AFC South, but that's not the case. Tennessee's had a down season, so mm-hmm. you got the Colts and the Texans. No one would have thought with C.J. Stroud as quarterback first year, they would right. be in a game like this, a meaningful game in, in the final week. It's in Indy. Gardner Minshew on the office side. I think Pittman Jr. has been cleared, maybe. Downs had a touchdown last week. Texans are without Tank Dell, who's out. Yeah. Who do you got? So I'm a huge, huge CJ Stroud fan. Like, huge fan. Like, he, he's, I think, the story of the NFL this year, the way the Texans turn things around. Um, and I, I think that the story needs to continue. I want to see CJ when I want to see him in the playoffs. Um, and they are hobbled. They are playing on the road. Um, Indy's tough on the road, uh, at home. Um, and they are, like, without Tank Dell, that, that's a big loss. Um, and, you know, they've had some injuries at the wide receiving slot as well. But I'm just, uh, I'm loving the Houston story. I'm going to go with the Texans to, uh, to win on the road in a very close game again. This is a tough one for me. I think it could go either way. It's going to be a great game. I'm definitely going to watch this game. I agree. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. But, uh, like, is there a better rookie quarterback story than C.J. Stroud? You know, like, as disappointing as Kenny Pickett has been, (laughs) right? Like, the the opposite end of the spectrum is a C.J. Stroud story, right? But it gives all these teams hope because there's five quarterbacks coming out, like, I'm not, I don't know what's going to happen, but there was a while where everyone thought Texans were done. Yeah. You know, Lovey Smith killed the franchise. Davis Mills can't do anything. And then all of a sudden, CJ Stroud comes in. I don't think he's winning rookie of the year. I think Puka Nakua will be, but he has a shot to get to the playoffs. That's great for the Texans. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We have Cleveland. Joe Flacco is sitting out this game. I don't know if that's going to impact your pick. But we got Cleveland playing against the Bengals in Cincinnati. Yeah, and again, you know, Cincy without Joe Burrow hurts. Uh, We just talked about the Browns and, you know, the rookie quarterback against this defense. I'm going to back the Browns in this game. I'm going to go with Cleveland to win on the road. Um, And again, this is about building momentum, a team who's – gone through a lot of adversity, some really tough injuries, starting with Nick Chubb. Uh, 
but what a story. And, and I'm with you, Kyle. I mean, I, it wouldn't shock me to see them win at least one playoff game. I don't know about two, but at least one. Um, and, and that's a fabulous story. Cleveland fans deserve it, right? And, um, you know, keep an eye on the weather in Cincinnati, right? And see what that's like. That could be a factor. Um, but uh, I like the Browns to, to go uh, on the road and uh, get a win and get a little mo going into the playoffs. We're a part-time Browns podcast now, so I like that pick. (laughs) I'm waiting for the day that the NFL store has the Joe Flacco Browns jersey just to scoop it. (laughs) The guy's 39 years old. He's playing the house money. uh, I played blackjack with Joe Flacco at the Hard Rock in Vegas. (laughs) Like, bro, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Joe does look like any average kind of. 39 he does. Man, right? Totally. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you're out of the mill. Okay. Jacksonville at Tennessee. These tickets, you can get in the door for 12 bucks. Yeah. It cost you less to go to Taco Bell than it is to get in there <laughs> to Nashville. Yeah. You don't know what I order at Taco Bell. Vrabel, they've, they've, geez. <laughs> they've talked about, about Vrabel and a potential trade with uh, the Patriots in some way, shape, or form. I, I don't know. I haven't seen some, much ambition out of them this year. Their team's on the downswing. Um, you know, on the other side of the ball, Jacksonville's been kind of hobbled. C.J. Bathard doing some work. Yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence hobbled a bit. ETN's been all pro this year. so He has been. Yeah. I mean, look, this is one of these games where I'm not going to overthink it. Jacksonville needs to win, and uh, you you know the quarterback situation in Tennessee is exciting, right? With uh, Levi Levy, whatever you call him, throw my Chevy to the Levy, um, and you know which probably puts the final fork into Tannehill, right? And who knows where he ends up next year? Uh, but um, yeah, I like I like Jacksonville to take care of business um, and and do what they got to do. Etienne's playing great. I mean, like, he's just really, really impressive. And uh, that part of the game is working. Treylaw does what he needs to do. Um, and, I mean, he's so hot and cold. <laughs> I want to like the guy. I really do. <laughs> uh, but the, the issue which will bite Jacksonville in the playoffs is that offensive line is not very good, right? Mm. And I don't care who's slinging it back there. You need a couple of seconds, right? <laughs> And if you don't have a couple of seconds, at least throw it to someone. That's been the issue. Treylaw's been, you know, with a hobble, uh, you know, high sprain ankle injury. You can't really make time and move around the pocket like he used to. That's hurt him the last few weeks. If he's healthy, and hopefully he gets healthier, he gets around that issue. Uh, Titans have a decent defensive line. Uh, they'll put some pressure on him. A game that should that'll end up closer than it should. But I like Jacksonville to. Uh, Again, I'm not overthinking it to do what they got to do and, and punch their ticket. You got Vrabel coaching for his life, Tannehill auditioning for his next backup job. As much as I would love the Titans to win and to get some new blood in there from the AFC South, I think the Jags will win too. Yeah. It's just a messed up situation, unfortunately. I'm with you. All right, we got Atlanta. In New Orleans, both of these teams have a lot of similarities. If they win and the Bucks lose, they get in. And both of these teams, regardless of the outcome, are going to fire their coaches at the end of the season. <laughs> Who do you like? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give the edge to the Saints in this one. I think the Saints are two very different teams. Um, they play so much better at home. And they're, they're a much tougher opponent. Uh, Saints fans are insane. They're going to be loud. You know, they're going to be that 12th man on the field um, with so much riding. Uh, Kamara's playing okay. You know, like, their tight end, Tyson Hill, is going to get a couple of snaps <laughs> and maybe run for two touchdowns. Or, you know, they'll get it done, right? Um, like, it won't be pretty. It won't be pretty, no. You know, Atlanta's a frustrating team. I mean, you got some amazing young talent. It just hasn't happened. They just haven't put it together consistently. Um, 
So I'm, I'm going to go with the Saints and at home with a big push from the home fans getting them over the edge. I haven't seen as Arthur Smith shaved yet. <laughs> I, something worth Googling? Uh, I no, I don't, I don't know. I, I, here's my hope is just if Arthur's on his way out, just get Bajon 30 times. <laughs> like give him all, just let him eat all right. day. And see what would happen. Like, what would what would have happened, Arthur? Like, just be able to play that back in his head. But Let's then play, like, what would have happened if I just gave him the thirty ball, ball thirty times oh, the season? I love it was load management, right? Got to get him ready for the second half of the year. But like, what does it even matter if you're not in the hunt and you're not in the playoffs and you lose your job? Load management. Yeah, I mean, he won't do it because he doesn't want to prove he was wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right? true. That's true. Like, because if he rushes for two hundred yards and three touchdowns, yeah, no, it's it's yeah, he won't he won't go there. <laughs> but yeah, that's part of the frustration, like the way they've used or misused that talent up there. Let's not even mention Kyle Pitts, right? Like, yeah. let's, let's not go there. Flashes, just flashes of what could be, and hopefully flashes someone comes in. Yeah, I mean, they've got a lot of talent. It'd be a good job to have. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next game. This is a. If, if I'm a Seahawks fan, everyone in Seattle. We'll be watching this game. Uh, Chicago at Green Bay. Yeah, I love this game. I like the, the the game is is so. First of all, Chicago, as you mentioned earlier, has locked the number one overall pick, right? And they got this guy called Justin Fields who's starting to play football. What do you do? What do you do if you're the Bears, right? Like. What do you do? It's like, do you keep him and do you trade the number one pick and you build an offensive line around this guy? Like, um, he's looking so good. And remember the history of Aaron Rodgers, you know, like owning the Bears, right? And oh, yeah. This is like, oh, what a great narrative this is, right? And Jordan Love, can Jordan Love take over and say, now I own the Bears? Or is this like, Fields coming in saying, I own you now, you know, and I'm the guy. Like, I, I think there's so much more riding on this game. Um, so I, I like the Bears, man. I, I think Fields and the Bears are going to go into Green Bay, lose, nothing to lose, a lot to prove. And it's, I'm actually going to suggest to you, other than that Miami-Buffalo game, that's the game I got circled on my calendar. I'm going to be watching that game. And there's just so many things outside of this season, so many ramifications. I mean, what did the Bears do? Like, do you go Caleb Williams or, and then there's even suggestions that maybe he's not the number one overall guy, right? Like, do you, like, you got some good quarterbacks coming up in the draft. Do you give up on fields? And, or like now, I don't know, the guy started putting it together. You're, you're seeing more than flashes of brilliance. The guy's legit. He can run the ball. He can scramble. He can throw the ball. He can lead a team. I, I'm, I'm really impressed with Fields. And uh, I, I think he showcases last game of the season in Green Bay, man. And, and he already threw a little dagger over. I don't know if you guys saw it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Like, it's oh, – that, that's the game to watch, man. That is the game to watch. It's going to be great. It's the prove-it game for Justin Fields. It's like, I'm all right, every, like this is – Right, Green Bay, and you know, conference opponent or a division opponent, and to everything you just said, Joe, it's like you, you know, it's it's not how you start, it's how you finish, right? If Absolutely. He, if he throws for four hundred yards, runs in a couple scores, throws for two scores, and they win by fourteen, like job security next year. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, that or or big trade leverage, one of the two. Either way, the Bears are happy. Like I right. think the Bears are in a good spot for next year. Their defense is strong. Um, I think Jordan Love and and uh, and uh, I guess Jordan loves. I, I, I can't figure him out. Like he's he's you can't throw a, a spiral to save him life. His life it seems like it seems like every <laughs> all his wide receivers are running under the ball. Um, he's the anti Aaron Rodgers. Like Aaron Rodgers yeah. could spin it. He's just yeah. the and the Packers have like those wideouts are pretty good. Aiden Reed's pretty good. Like, the ironic part is the Packers have a better wide receivers room and skilled players than the Jets. Like Rodgers kept saying, like, oh, I need more talent. It's like the Packers actually have more talent if you look at yeah. Watson and 
I can't think of the it was the, the tight end and Dobbs Craft. and Kraft. Yeah. Craft. Yeah. yeah. It absolutely. would be a fun game, Joe. I'm with you on that. Like this is one I'll watch. Just just yeah. just for all the nuance and storylines that's going on in the game. Absolutely. Command will have a big game. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. It'll it'll be fun. And just so much there's so much history between these two franchises too, right? Like this is decades long stuff, right? And uh I love it. I love that the poking has begun already, right? So we'll, we'll see. It should be should be a fun game. Now this next game, there's a lot of history between these two as well. You got the Eagles traveling to New York to play the Giants. I mean, what what, what can you say about the Eagles, right? Like talk about like peaking too soon, right? They started off and. People thought, like, you know, we, we, we were talking about the Niners and the Eagles and who's, you know, who's going to be crowned the head of the NSC. And you could have made the argument either way. And all of a sudden, you know, that defeat to Arizona was a huge embarrassment. I honestly think that the sideline distractions uh, have hurt them, right? Like the, the cutlets uh, comment and as an Italian Canadian American, I get insulted by the stereotypes, right? Like the other guy who still lives at home with his mom and she makes him chicken parm and does his laundry. Like we, we got names for guys like that. They're schmoes. Like, come on. <laughs> like dude, like, you know, grow a pair, get an apartment, you know, like, uh, and that's the guy who's going to take you to the promised land. Um, you know, the giants, uh, will always play tough a division game obviously but this is a spot where philly has to say okay guys let's get our shit together <laughs> like let's put the last couple of losses behind us right that arizona game was embarrassing there's no other word for it arizona's better than people give them credit for but uh, i know you guys follow them quite a bit but they should not have beat philly the way they did they really shouldn't have um, and this is an opportunity for them to say one game, let's get back to basics. Let's get back to what got us here. Put the distractions aside, get the freaking goon off the sidelines, whatever the security guard, you know, get the big dog, the, the big dog off the sidelines and the agent with the freaking uh, Don, you know, Don Corleone hat. And like, come on, like, get, that's a, that doesn't belong in the field. Let the boys play football. This team is about Jalen Hurts. This team has so much talent. This is about A.J. Brown. These are the guys you need to be talking about, right? And um, and then if you're the Giants, look, the whole sideshow thing that's going on, you know, like the Eagles need to focus on the game and not be distracted by this other crappy stuff. Look, this is all the Giants can talk about, right? Like they've had a whole, like a terrible, you know, uh, disappointing season this season. Um and the Eagles need to, you know, focus on what got them there. They're a great team. I still believe that. This will this should be Eagles, Niners in the NFC conference. That's what I want to see as a fan. I want to see these guys beat each other up. I want to see the Niners get a little bit of revenge and make it to the Super Bowl by beating the Eagles, not by seeing the Eagles disappear. Love the Eagles in this game. Absolutely love the Eagles. I'll be sprinkling some of my own personal dollars on this game. I think it's going to be very one-sided and they're going to be releasing a lot of frustration on those poor giants this year, this week. Well, Ben, you mentioned Diggs. Like the same could be said for AJ Brown. Like they really haven't gotten him the ball and he's kind of disappeared. He's frustrated. And I don't know if you saw his interview and it's, he wanted to say so much, yeah. but he didn't say anything. And there's just so much going on in the locker room, on the sidelines. But with that being said, I saw the Eagles, or excuse me, the Giants play the Rams. The Rams pretty much gave the Giants the game. And the Giants missed the two-point conversion and couldn't convert and all these things. The Giants just can't execute. So I don't care what's going on in Philly. I still think they win this game. I don't know about you guys. If, if you were refreshing the box score last week and going – Julio Jones – Two touchdowns like this isn't true like I, this, <laughs> yeah. is, this like who, who did we fall back five years in the clock when we went to right. Right. um yeah i think there's a lot of personality that you know what the eagles remind me of the clippers if there's a, a like there's just wow. a lot of personalities there's like a lot of and here's what i don't think they have is a strong coach like you yeah. can see there's always hesitations to drive back like 
I believe they have enough talent and given like, if you take the coaches out of it, the league Eagles are one of the best teams in the league by far. Yeah. Right up there with the Niners talent. Line. 100%. And I think yeah. what they see is that a guy like AJ Brown, a guy like uh, Devontae Smith, all these resources to Swift. I think what they're saying is like, Hey, we could probably do it better ourselves. We're second guessing some of the decisions you're making. Yeah. You're trying to overthink it. You're trying to, you know, put your, your mark on the team when we know we can win talent alone right and i think that's the frustration you see with the eagles yeah and their defense quite frankly like kyler murray <laughs> was doing infinity signs you know throughout there's you know yeah <laughs> it's just it, it's it's the eagles are uh they remind me of the clippers you look out there and like gosh those guys are talented yeah but they're all playing like individuals and they don't really you know they're not invested you know turning around I hope we talk play. about system quarterbacks i mean maybe sirianni is a system coach because shane steichen the offense coordinator is in indy and gannon the defensive coordinator is in arizona and their defense is in shambles and their offense can't do anything exactly they're exposed he thought he was the king of the castle and he's realizing like dang there's a lot of stuff i didn't do don't know and i'm being and i think that one that's literally what aj brown wants to say yeah yo our best assets left (laughs) This guy does not know what he's doing and that you're seeing on the field. Like that's, that's the thing he's trying. Yeah. And I think when you're, he's a youngish guy, right. Still getting his sea legs in the coaching ranks. You try to please too many players on the team. Yo, I got to get him 16, you know, five touches. Right. I got to get him four touches. Mm-hmm. Julio probably came up and said, yo, if you don't throw me the ball, I'm leaving tomorrow. <laughs> like that's, yeah. and so he probably threw him the ball, you know, and, yeah. and it's, it, it's, I agree with you, K1. It's, I think we're seeing, you know, when your your best assets, who are your offensive and defensive coordinator, they make that thing run, they leave, you're exposed. And if you try to take the reins of everything, I think you're seeing what you get. Like they've yeah. got to where they've got on talent alone. I bet you so, could say it's not the coaching. They'll get to the playoffs. Unfortunately, I think they're a one and done in the playoffs. I think it's just going to take everything to get through all of the mess in the locker room and the chemistry to win this game. And then in the playoffs, they're not going to have what it takes. Well, this is why this game matters, right? Like you got to get one game where AJ Brown gets a touchdown or two. (laughs) (laughs) Creativity goes beyond the tush push, right? (laughs) Okay. Okay. I get it. You're going to go for it on fourth and one. Yeah. All right. What else you got? Like do a play action fake on a tush push, you know, pass it to AJ Brown. That I'd be impressed with. Right. Um, Maybe that was the only play in Sirianni's playbook when Spike had left. When the NFL makes it illegal next year, he's screwed. Right? <laughs> Everything else was copyrighted in that playbook. The only yeah, no, I, I, I think, <laughs> I, think um, I, I, I agree with you. They're not out of the woods, but they're, they're going to win big against the Giants. They have to. And they have enough veterans on the team that will say, all right, guys, let's go. You know, like they got embarrassed last week. Like that was bad. Right. Like yeah. you, if you lose to a good team, you say, okay, we lost to a good team, whatever. We didn't have our best effort. Losing to Arizona like that in this late in the season when these games matter this much, that was, that was embarrassing. So um, I say they bounced back. But yeah, I wouldn't, uh, who would they play in game? Like, I don't, who would they face in the first round? If they go so if the Cowboys win and the Eagles win, the Eagles would be the five seed. So they would play the they would play the Bucks, the Saints, wow. or the Falcons. Man, the Bucks to me are like the Rams, right? Like yeah. they're coming on strong late, and it's not a team you want to necessarily face in the first round. Man, yeah. but like Bucks, Eagles in the first round, that could be a shocker. That could be a Bucks surprise right there. That'd yeah. Be fun. Both the AFC South and NFC South, they're like the 16 seed in the NCAA tournament. Like, <laughs> yeah. They've got no chance of rid- winning round one of the playoffs this year. Exactly. <laughs> All right, next game uh, down in Glendale. Uh, Seattle heads to Arizona. Kyler. Must win game for the Hawks. Kyler just had fun last week. And the Seahawks, can they could not tackle. Like it was, a, it was, it was bad. Yeah. It was very – like – Pete, I just have to. I have to go on this rant. Let's let's hear it. Pete, Pete, 
was teaching tackling in the correct way, right? Like kind of, you know, you're supposed to aim at the hip, shoulder on the hip, you know, pull, sink, and then, you know, drive. I think they try to do that whenever they're trying to tackle anyone. And in some, it doesn't sometimes take that. Just grab the ankle, roll, you know, get them down however you have to. They're sitting there trying to aim at their hip and like dive, and it's just <laughs> not working. It's ugly. Yeah. Jamal like Adams Jamal, needs to yeah, – it's exactly. like the – the pair of shoes you invested a you know an obscene amount of money and they look stupid they hurt your feet but yet you feel like you have to wear them around all the time anyway that's jamal adams and it's yeah joe tell me tell me the seahawks are gonna win how how do you you feel better then like no i don't still i mean that that game was so atrocious it was at home it was hey you still have a shot win the washington Washington and the Packers lose, and you're in. I know. You need Justin Fields to take care of business. You win, and you're in, okay? The entire state of Washington would rather see Michael Penix Jr. playing quarterback (laughs) than Geno Smith or or Orlock. So let's be honest there. So we talked talked a little bit about this earlier about like you got to go through the, like if you're looking at the player props for week 18, there's a few guys that have huge incentives. And one of the guys that has huge incentives is Geno Smith. And Gino has to have a game and he makes like half a million bucks, right? Like there's, there's, there, and it's actually not crazy, right? Like it's, it's within the range. So he, here's what I think. I like Seattle to bounce back. I like Arizona. Like, you know, when they just had, they won their Super Bowl last week, man. Let's call a spade a spade. They beat Philly, right? Yeah. And, you know, they're going to come in. It's a letdown game for them, you know, after all is said and done. Carol is a veteran coach. The mistakes they made, you go back at the film and you say, guys, come on. Now, like what you just talked about, right? Like, this is tackling. Like, I don't give a shit about, you know, like how it looks. Punch the guy, you know, and go for the ball. And if you kick him in the nuts, that's okay. Like, get him down. Like, do what you got to do. And in a must-win situation, that's how Seattle will play. Um, they play aggressive, probably more aggressive than anyone else in the secondary if the referees don't call a lot of penalties against them, because that's my concern with, with Seattle. Uh, and Murray will be, you know, doing his thing and, you know, like doing his figure eights. <laughs> the other thing about, you know, Arizona is, man, they didn't get any offensive holding calls against them. Mm-hmm. Like, you got the ball back in the pocket for 15 seconds, there's a hold in there somewhere, right? So you can call that on every play. Um, Seattle has to put pressure, contain him, which I think they can do. Um, and I think they take care of business. And then nice. fifth is paid. He, I got to do a little research on what his incentive is specifically. And if I'm not mistaken, one of his wide receivers has an incentive too. I'm not sure if it was DK or Lockett. Uh, but th- there's there's motivation for them to you know to get over the wall. And they're they're a better team. Let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. Um, and they'll take care of the part they control. Chicago beats Green Bay, and you're in, and, and we're good. You get to have one playoff game. <laughs> I tell you what, there's of any year, and I'm being honest here, of any year of the Pete Carroll era, if they lose this game, if they lose this game and miss the playoffs, there's, I, I, I think there's going to be a, we would, Three-way trade. I, I don't know what would happen. It, it, the coaching is so stale. The, the it's mm. it's the opposite of Sirianni, where Sirianni hasn't captured the like they they know he's there, but yeah. they want him to succeed. Everyone's kind of Carol's. Everything's it's it's redundant. It's it's um, they've heard it too much. It's sour. It's, yeah. it's and they they need someone else at the helm. They need to rip it. I'm, Secretly, as a Seahawks fan, I'm like, if we lose, I'm like, okay, yes, let's burn this puppy down. You know, let's let's do it. it. Because the Niners are great, the Rams are good, the Cardinals just beat you. So where do you sit today? Like, you need that. You need to remodel the house. You need to gut it. Take it down to the foundation. That's my hope. I'm good either way, actually, Joe. <laughs> That's cool. I, I still my official pick is Seattle takes care of business. Okay. Yeah. Now I would be a hypocrite if I came on here and picked against Seattle because last week I apologized to the cores, to Grove, to G, to Bounce. Seattle could have quit. 
They didn't. So give me the Cardinals. Nice. Seattle didn't stop anyone on defense. And what Arizona is going to do is run the ball with James Conner and Kyler Murray. And this is their Super Bowl. Last week was their conference championships. This week is their Super Bowl. And I just like picking against Ben. How, how, how good is James Conner, though, right? Is he, like, inside the five-yard line? The guy's an automatic touchdown machine. Like, he's so good. So fun to watch. So fun. Heading out east, we got the Cowboys against the Commanders. Do we even need to talk about this game? I mean, like, the Cowboys shouldn't have won that game last week. They got to go into this week like, oh, okay, I guess we dodged a bullet, right? Wow. Um, it, it is a division rivalry for all that's worth. I don't know what the line is at, but yeah, you got to figure Dallas is going to take care of business. So, um, like the, uh, the commanders that we're calling them still, the, still <laughs> the, yeah. the, I like the WFT, the Washington football team better than the commanders, but that's probably going to change again. <laughs> this season's done new ownership. Let's hope they blow up that stadium and build a new one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. You know, they, they, they've got some, you, you know, new ownership, you you see a ton of changes there next year. Um, I think they can't wait for the season to be over, quite frankly. And uh, I I like Dallas to win comfortably in this game. Okay, Joe, last game. Big game. The biggest game of the weekend. The game of all games. The game of all games this week. Yeah. $281 to get in the door. It's going to be a just mildly nice 69 degrees in Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida, where the Buffalo Bills are a three-point favorite. Wow. You are wearing a Dolphins hat. Are you going to do a reveal where you take it off and put a Bills <laughs> and select them? No. Oh, the old switcheroo. What's up, baby? Uh, all right. So, you know, obviously, I, I follow the Finns religiously, and I obviously follow um, the ASC East and uh, – I made a prediction at the beginning of the year that the Jets would finish last in the AFC East. Ooh, um, you did. Then, you were down on the Jets, even with Rodgers. I'm so down. I'm so down on Rodgers. Then he blows his Achilles. And that, that upset me because I think he would have stank anyway. <laughs> you know, like I wanted him to be one in seven, right? <laughs> under the helm, just because they don't have an O line, right? Like that's basically it. Uh, I think he dodged a bullet by tearing his Achilles and they got a chance to rebuild that O line this year. But um, and then who knew that the Patriots were going to be worse than that? But it comes down to this. I mean, if um, if the Jags and the Steelers both win and Miami wins, they get the second seed and the, the Bills are done. And they're yeah. done. It's over. They, they don't make the playoffs. Um, and nothing would be sweeter for every Miami fan to see that, right? Uh, if the Bills win... Miami basically can either, you know, Miami's picture is pretty clear. You finish second or sixth, like that's it, regardless of what anybody else does. And we get KC in the first round, which I don't mind, actually. Like, KC is not exuding confidence to me right now. So uh, will I be upset if Miami loses to the Bills? Yeah, you know, they've had our number. Like, in Buffalo, they, they killed us this year. Um, but here's the difference. Miami needs to be healthy offensively. If we have all of our weapons, if we have Mostert, Etchane, we got Waddle and Tyreek both playing those four weapons. Our offensive line is good enough. Tua has been you know, slinging the ball. He's got four great options. If they don't overthink that offense, <laughs> you know, being at home, they run that motion. They got thrown off. They, they run timing routes in Buffalo with the fans. They couldn't do that. They'll be able to do this at home with that great weather report, Big Ben. Um, it's going to be the Sunday night game. We'll know exactly what happens. The game is going to be meaningful. It's going to be a fabulous game. Miami wins 27-23. That's my prediction. Josh Allen throws at least two interceptions. This is Jalen Ramsey's game. This is going to be the game where Miami secondary shines. This is the game they, they invested in that secondary. It hurts to lose Nick Chubb, not going to lie. Uh, not Nick, Nick, Nick Chubb. Um, Bradley. Bradley, yeah. Nick Chubb, thank you. Um, our, our edge rusher who we picked up from the from Denver Broncos last year. Uh, but that doesn't matter. The team will step up. We have a great defensive line. We could put pressure on Josh Allen. They had that one anomaly the Bills did where they were able to run the ball at will, <laughs> which, you know, you, you just I, I haven't seen since or before. 
Um, and then we talked about this earlier, like that connection, like who, who is Allen throwing the ball to, right? Um, so it, it's going to come down to if we can shut down their number one option, we can get the, the job done on, on defense. And then on offense, man, like if the weapons are all there, if everyone's playing, you know, Waddle plus Tyreek is so different than not having Waddle in there, right? And, and Tyreek with a high sprain. So hopefully he's okay. I don't know if you guys saw the news, but Tyreek Hill's house burnt down this week. He was in a walking boot. Yeah. Well, he was in a walking boot too, like rest of that high sprain, right? He'll play. He'll absolutely play. But I'm more worried about his house burning down, honestly. Like, apparently he fathered three kids from three different women this year, too. So I don't know oh, what wow. that's going on. So, uh, you know, all he wants is, is a, a pad where he can play Fortnite at home. That's his biggest concern. Uh, but, yeah, I, I trust uh, Tua. And, and, look, a division game, these games typically go, you know, the home team wins – you know, they go one and one. It's the way Miami and Buffalo have gone the last few years. Um, this is huge. It's big. This is, uh, it'll be a really, really, really fun game. It's supposed to be the game of the week. Although I think Chicago, Bear, the, the Bears and the Packers game will be right up there. Uh, you know I'll be watching. And there would be nothing sweeter than being able to eliminate the Bills by beating them in Miami. I think, you know, people say, oh, the Bills will be motivated. You know, if, if they win, they get in. There'd be nothing sweeter for Miami to say, okay, the playoffs start now. Elimination means you win, the other guy goes home. This is the first game. I can see McDaniel firing up his guys and, and, and sending a message. So I'm really, really jazzed. 27-23, 50 is the total points. Miami wins it, and I'm going to be money-lining the Dolphins on Sunday night. I love it. Dude, Joe, did you get a chance to check out what kind of pants uh, Mike McDaniel was wearing at, uh, in Baltimore? Dude, I like. I know he's wearing some like crazy sneakers that are worth like three grand, and then he's wearing these like, <laughs> you know, like the, the pants that go up to your ankle. I lived in Miami. Yeah, this is the flood season in Miami, right? Like you get, you know, the water. You know, you're at sea level, so you're right, walking right. down South Beach. You don't have to roll up the pants if you're wearing those pants, right? So I, I see. It's, I it's, see. Uh, there's rhyme or it's there's, functional. There's method what? to the madness. I, I got a I got a license plate cover. It says Buffalo Bills on it, so I, I just want one minute. Just I feel like I earned it with my. <laughs> I, I was high on the Bills last year. I, I kind of defected back to being just straight Seahawks fan. Um, the Bills have won four in a row. Yeah, but they haven't looked great winning those games. Oh, who cares? They're wins. They're wins. I know, I, I, they are wins. I just don't think wins. they can. They, they can't put the up. They Cowboys can't win on the road. Cowboys can't win on the road. So let's let's go uh, through. Okay. Let's go through. The Bills can't put up enough points to beat Miami. That's I got Miami. So they they had they beat the Pats. They were two touchdown favorites, 27-21 at home in a must-win game. They beat the Chargers 24-22. 24-22. That game could have gone either way. These are Chargers. They beat the Cowboys. I'll give you that. That was a great game. And this is the one game we were talking about where they rushed for 300 yards. They've never done that again. I mean, I have no idea how that happened. That was an anomaly. And they beat the Chiefs, who honestly have the, you know, we talked about the Travis Kelsey distraction with T-Swift, right? Uh, that they lost to the Eagles. Um, you know, they lost to the Broncos in week 13, or uh, on, uh, on the 13th of November. Like, it, this is not a team that is going into this game I get you that they they like they should have trounced the Patriots. They should. But these wins, the disguise is like that their defense management. That was load management one and two. We can stop this argument. Who, who does the Bills now have on their side? Playoff Lenny Leonard Fournette is now on the roster. The good karma, the good juju. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, if, if you if you want to go to the Super Bowl, just put it, Leonard Fournette in the backfield. The Bills defense masks. Their inability yeah, to move the ball on offense. There's a lot of turnovers. Their defense is bad. They're hurt. They're, they are hurt. Yeah. And I, I'm not joking there. Like, their defense is porous now. They're missing Poyer. Exactly. They're missing some Bernard, I think, still, and a few key guys. Exactly. Uh, it's, and, and it's tough to get gritty and gutty. You're right. It's not at home, you know. Uh, absolutely. And, and, and if you have holes like that, this Miami team can hurt you. Right. Yeah. This is the number one offense in the NFL, number one in points scored, number one 
in passing yards, number one in rushing yards, like this number one in fashion, number one in fashion, you know, it's, uh, yeah, you know, and, and Tyreek Hill can break the NFL record if he catches 240 yards, yeah. <laughs> just some crazy number. Yeah. He's not going to hit that, but you know, it, it's, it's been, um, they've been fun to watch when they took their offense. They, they've been a little bit off the last couple of weeks, like drop passes, really weird place, place. I, you know, this is, they're at home Sunday night. This is a spotlight. This is your first playoff game. If you're going to go far in the playoffs, you got to beat good teams and send them home. And, and that's, yeah. if I was McDaniel, that's the message I'm sending in the locker room. And the Bills had just a weird season, man. Like, I, I get you, they won four in a row, but I don't know, there's something that feels off with them this year, right? Like, they've been you. injured, they've been bitching, Stefan Diggs complaining, Diggs' brother tweeting. Time they're the Eagles play. of the AFC East. Like, there's too much bad karma. Oh, they're not as, as talented as the Eagles. <laughs> no, the Eagles are so talented. Yeah, way more talented. I, I agree with that. Um, yeah. And that was legit. Like, you know, again, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, if they win and they make it and, and we play KC in the first round. But, like, it's um, it should be fun. It should be fun to watch regardless. All right. Let's recap the picks. We'll get you out of here. We've right. got Pittsburgh. Houston, Cleveland, Jacksonville, the Saints, the Bears. I got to move my mic. Philly, Seattle, Dallas, Miami. Total points, 50. That's it, boys. Thanks so much for doing this. It's been a fun season. Still can't believe we're at week 18. But, uh, yeah, love your show. Congrats on your success. Great distribution this year. It's been awesome. And uh, I'm a fan of the show. Um, and let's see if we can take that trophy back home. Let's do it. Before we let you go, maybe a little bonus question. National Championship Monday, Michigan against Miami, minus four and a half. Miami. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking Dolphins. Michigan (laughs) against Washington. Michigan against Washington. I love Michigan in this game. But here's my question. What's going to be the storyline after Monday night? Uh, I don't know, man. That Florida should have been in the playoffs. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, uh, they've been they've been a very consistent team all year long. They've been quite impressive um, on both sides of the ball, and um, been through a lot of adversity, but still stuck through it despite the stealing scandals and all that. You know, so Belichick survived that in New England. So. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I think I think this is this is their year. I just think they're they're great, and um, you know, I don't think it'll be close. Unfortunately for Washington fans, I think it'll be very one sided. Probably be a two touchdown victory by Michigan. All right, Ben. Ben up from the Pacific Northwest. Would you like to comment? I, as like a so this is as a Washingtonian like there and and Joe Joe for all intents purposes is like there's this this is where the Pacific Northwest comes in like no one watches yeah. UW really like no one watches right. Oregon unless you're you live up here and, and absolutely to focus you're you're focused on USC UCLA right Cal Stanford whatever yeah. um, Penix I don't see I, I watch Michigan play. Like and it was just an, wasn't fun to watch. It's your Big Ten football. It's like it's a horrendous game to watch. What we'll see is either Penix just show up and kind of a I should have won the Heisman and dropped the mic, or the Michigan's yeah. going to get to him, punch him in the mouth early on, and have him throw the ball quicker than he needs to. That's because yeah. that first drive is going to be telling. Like, can you get to him? Can you pressure him? Can you? But I don't, I don't, I hate to say this as a coog. Like the Huskies are talented. Like they got three yeah. really good receivers, like really, really good receivers. And you can't take much away. And if Penix gets time, like it's, it's over. Like he's that good. And, and, yeah. and I, I don't agree. I don't disagree with that. Uh, but that's a big if, if he gets time, right? And, 
like Michigan has the fifth best defense in college football. Ooh, right? see, and that's me not caring about Michigan and not knowing. That. Yeah, <laughs> and and Michigan playing is a pretty good offensive teams, right? To get there, yeah, yeah, like you had, you know. So um, if you believe the defense wins championships, and that's all I'm going on, by the way. You know, I love watching Washington. By the way, they're they're exciting. Phoenix is a really fun guy to watch. Um, I'm just going on, you know good coaching and defense wins championships. That's what I'm going on. And yeah. uh, Michigan's been solid and impressive. And they've, I feel their adversity is behind them, you know, and the controversy is behind them. And they'll do what they got to get done to, to, to win it. And I'm hoping for a good game, though. Yeah. Kalen DeBoer, head coach, used to coach at Indiana, Big Ten. We're West Coast pod. We're going with the West Coast team. We're going UW. Here's the storyline after the game. Penix is a top five pick, might even be a top three pick. I don't want to hear anything about these injuries. Look at the deep ball. Look at the way that he throws the ball. Would you rather have a healthy Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, or Trey Lance, or a Michael Penix? It's Michael Penix. He can throw the ball down the field. He's unbelievable in all these games and all these quarterbacks and all this offensive system. It's quarterbacks who can make plays. Yeah. And if you're down in the dumps in the NFL, you might as well roll the dice. <laughs> New England, if you're listening to this pod, draft Penix. There you go. I, you know, I actually was pretty high on Mac Jones. I thought he was. <laughs> I think like England picked him 15th, and I was pissed off. I'm like, how did he get a 15? Oh my god, he got a good quarterback, right? I thought he was going to be better than he was too. Yeah, he's. You never big, know. He's been a big disappointment. So uh, you don't know what translates and what doesn't, unfortunately. But you know what? I'll, I'll. Uh, you know, I'll cheer for you guys. I'll root for you guys, but my money will probably be on Michigan. So there you go. We appreciate that, Joe. We'll take the karma. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I'm going to be wrong on anything I said tonight, that's the one I want to be wrong on. How's okay, that? that's fair. Cool. Thanks. All right, Joe. Ben. You want to take us out? Uh, yeah, the Big Ben and K Win. Check us out anywhere where you get your audio podcasts at Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio at Big Ben. Okay, when uh, we're also underscore. On, well, underscore, excuse me. You don't even need to put the underscore in to find us. I mean, we're trending on Google, so just type in Big Bit K. Your search algorithm is already dialed in for us. You'll find us anywhere. TikTok, uh, Threads. Are we on Threads? We're on Threads. We're on Threads. We're on Instagram. We're on everywhere you want to find us on social media or need to find us. I guess. Release an episode every Thursday. You just heard Joe Manuel on with us doing his week 18 NFL picks. Go back in time. You can listen to all the other weekly NFL podcasts coming up moving forward. Probably have some NBA. Probably have some MLB previews. K1's itching on some NBA. So probably NBA sooner rather than later. Yeah, tomorrow or this Saturday. Text me back. Respond. Warriors. (laughs) Wow. Bad. Okay. Let's get out of here. See you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Thanks very much. Appreciate you.